0: This is America. Look at you slipping up. Hey. Look at you slipping slipping hey.
1: what I'm whipping Good morning, fellow historians. Thank you for tuning in on this week's episode of History Explained, produced in Cartersville, Georgia. Today we have the brilliant Tati Williams who'll will be joining us as we have an in-depth discussion on a history game known as No Turning Back. Created by Mission U.S. If you haven't already, we definitely recommend that you play this game, especially if you're wanting to learn a lot of valuable information on the civil rights movement. Please excuse us as we break for an advertisement. it
0: been pretty rough, huh? It's great, actually. I've been listening to Audible. It's audiobooks, news, meditations. I do think it's weird you've started commuting when you work from home. I'll be in my office. Download Audible and start every day off right. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. This will be my first time doing a podcast on a game, so I'm super excited. Oh, well, well, we're
1: glad to have you. Thank you. So for today's topic, we're going to be discussing and sharing our opinions on the game. It's pretty much like any other role-playing game, except there's a lot of learning to be done. I want to go ahead and let our listeners know that when you get to the end of this podcast you should have a very clear understanding of the game concept and storyline as well as whether or not the information in the game is historically accurate. During this podcast we also plan to discuss our experiences playing the game as well as the characters in the game. So the question to be asked is do we or do we not think this game is historically accurate?
0: pretty pumped about this because it's not too common to find a game that you enjoy playing and on top of that it's an educational game.
1: Yeah I was kind of thinking the same thing like not only is the game itself fun but the storyline and even just the overall concept of the game makes it an awesome learning tool. That's a good point. Well let's go ahead and get into the fun. Tati do you want to give us a rundown of the game?
0: Sure I'd love to. Take it away. So the scene is set in 1960 Gigan, Mississippi. The main character is a 16-year-old girl named Brenda Baker, who's about to start high school, and has just recently moved to Greenwood. As she's getting ready to begin high school, a movement for the Civil Rights is gaining momentum.
1: I think that's a pretty good summary. Good job. I do want to put out there that because it's a role-playing game, everyone who plays the game might have a little bit of a different experience. I've played this game five times, each uniquely
0: yeah i was going to bring that up too i played it several times and had a different outcome each time
1: i was blown away with how much i learned and how many of the facts have stuck with me since playing the game i've never been one to read something once and remember it so i guess it's the fact that i made the decisions that made me hold on to the knowledge i obtained from the game
0: believe it or not i saw a jstor article written by martin wainwright at the university of akron saying The potential of video games for teaching history is receiving increasing recognition and by requiring students to analyze historical video games in the context of both gaming critique and recent historical scholarships, it's increased students appreciation of the potential and limitations of historically themed video games. It enables them to tackle material that is frequently difficult for most students to comprehend in a more conventional classroom and seminar setting.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I can't even begin to explain to you how much better I learn when I'm actually engaged in the activity. I really think that if schools and universities were to implement role-playing games in more classrooms, they would see a major increase in the knowledge students were obtaining.
0: I was in a history class in 8th grade, several years back, and I 100% agree that if my teacher had given us the Mission U.S. game, No Turning Back, each and every student in the classroom would have had a much better understanding of the Civil Rights Movement.
1: You're right, I've actually seen several articles supporting that. Do you think you could share a bit about your
0: experience playing the game? I'd love to. My experience playing the game was very opening. I was able to see the civil rights movement from a more unique perspective than given in books. The game is a useful tool to teach history from a more first-person perspective. I would suggest this game to high school juniors, seniors, and college-level classes, as it can be challenging to grasp for those younger. It would be perfect for those pursuing higher levels of education.
1: I'm pretty much on the same page as you. I wasn't really expecting my experience playing the game to be so eye-opening. While textbooks and articles do a good job of relaying information to students, interactive games like No Turning Back do an amazing job at showing how, at showing students what the reality of the civil rights movement was like. I knew it was a role-playing game, but I was not aware of how many choices I would really get to make. When the game begins, it gives you, Verna Baker, a little bit of detail about your grandfather passing and tells you about the funeral you'll soon be attending. During the funeral, an old friend named Robert approaches you and explains to you how he's been wanting to visit more, but his parents just thought it would be safer if he stayed up north after the whole Emmett Till situation. After the funeral, you plan to move to Greenwood with your cousin, aunt, and uncle to begin high school. While there, you start to understand that something must be done to encourage freedom and no more segregation. As the game continues, you're made to choose who and who who you want to speak to as the game comes to an end it shows the progress and changes you've made throughout the civil rights movement there were so many characters and so many different relationships you have the possibility of making
0: that's a good description of the storyline i like how you explained her friendship with robert because i feel as though it was a particularly important relationship in the game
1: yeah i kind of thought so too had robert not told verna about the sit-ins verna would have never had the idea and motivation to go to the meetings for the naacp and in the end make a great change for the civil rights movement
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you mentioned that, Kate. That had to be my favorite part of the game. It reminded me of a quote from a JSTOR article by Mark Newman. Enhance Black pride and open up economic, political, and cultural opportunities for many Blacks across the nation. This shows what it was like during the time it represents the game very well.
1: I noticed that Mission U.S. did a wonderful job representing what this time was like for those involved in the civil rights movement.
0: Do you think there was any part of the game that really stuck out to you?
1: Yeah, actually, I do believe so. During the beginning of the game, when Robert approached Verna and told her about Emmett Till and how his parents no longer thought it was safe for him to travel down south, it reminded me perfectly of a JSTOR article I've previously done research on. The article, written by Sean Michelle Smith, stated, In the summer of 1955, Emmett Till, a 14-year-old African-American boy, left his home in Chicago to spend some time in Money, Mississippi with his great-uncle, Mose Wright. On August 24th, Till and his friends visited Bryant's grocery and meat market where Till had some kind of an interaction with Carolyn Bryant, a white woman, and the market owner's wife. Early in the morning of August 28th, Carolyn's husband, Roy Bryant, his half-brother, and J.W. Milam, and at least one other person abducted Till from his uncle's home. They beat him, shot him in the head, fastened a large metal gin fan to his neck with barbed wire, and sank his body in the river. On August 31st, Till's naked body was found floating in the river, the metal fan still attached to his neck. Till's mother made the extraordinary decision to leave the casket open at her son's funeral because she wanted the world to see the brutality of the crime perpetrated against him. Personally speaking, I believe that this game did an amazing job of capturing the true severity of the case regarding Emmett Till. I'd also like to add that I loved the animation of the game. The characters were so detailed that even their facial expressions matched their mood.
0: That's a really good point. I did not think of it like that. Looking back on the game, is there anything that you would change or add to the game if given the chance to?
1: That's a pretty good question. While I do believe that No Turning Back is an excellent game all around and a very useful learning tool, I think had I been the creator of the game, I would have made another version of the game that's geared more towards the younger age group. The concept was great. I just feel like maybe if it had been pointed at the younger audience, it could have been better. Is there anything you think you would critique about the game?
0: Although the storyline had a nice flow, I do believe there could have been a little less back and forth between past and present events, so that when interacting in the game, the player should not get lost in the storyline. I
1: see where you're coming from with that. As I got to the end of the game, it did become slightly confusing what was present and what was past. However, this game is an extraordinary learning tool, and the information I picked up from the game was historically accurate. I would recommend this Mission US game to teachers of grade levels exceeding year 10, as I believe younger grade levels might find it difficult to retain the information provided.
0: I do have a few more things I'd like to discuss about the game, but before we get into that, I feel it would be appropriate to get some information on Jim Crow laws. So, Kate, would you mind telling the viewers a little bit about Jim Crow laws and their history?
1: Of course. I feel like you truly need to understand this topic and its history to understand some of the points made in the game. During Reconstruction, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments provided civil rights and legal protections to many formerly enslaved individuals, but most African Americans lived in a society still segregated by social custom. In 1896, the U.S. Supreme Court affirmed segregation in public facilities, setting the precedent For even more restrictive racial legislation southern states implemented literacy tests poll taxes and intimidation to inhibit african americans ability to vote
0: that was a great explanation of jim laws and how they came to be now with that information i would like to discuss what the game designers used to make this game as accurate as possible kate do you want to tell us about the game designers goals
1: sure i'd love to talk a little more about that the focus of the game is to illustrate how and why young people engaged in mass protest against Jim Crow and how their protests built up and accelerated the nation's black freedom struggle.
0: That's great, Kate. The designers did a fantastic job immersing you in daily life under de jure segregation and voter intimidation. While playing Brenda Baker, you get to experience and respond to some of the racial restrictions and inequalities known as Jim Crow laws. Brenna also interacts with people in the game that have different views on how to navigate Jim Crow laws.
1: That could not be more true. During the game, you interact with and witness a lot of racial restrictions and inequalities, which is very fitting for the time period and what was happening during the Civil Rights Movement. Tossie, do you mind giving us a little bit more insight into those racial restrictions and inequalities?
0: Of course. The game shows lots of struggles for equality, but I want to take a deeper dive into these. In February 1960, black college students initiated a series of nonviolent sit-ins that swept throughout the South and captured national attention. At least 70,000 people participated in sit-ins, more in more than 100 cities in the South states. Longtime NAACP leader Ella Baker recognized the potential of student activism and helped organize the founding of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee in 1960. The SNCC prioritize grassroots participation, and increase African Americans' political power in their communities. In May 1961, CORE organized a series of Freedom Rides to test a Supreme Court decision mandating the integration of interstate transportation, including bus terminals. The riders were viciously attacked at multiple stops, but the other Freedom Riders continued. During the summer of 1963, there were 758 demonstrations and marches representing a diverse movement across the country. Dr. King delivered his I Have a Dream speech at the March on Washington during this time period.
1: Those are some good points, Tati. I think since the game immerses you into daily life during this time, you can grasp the racial restrictions and inequalities, which make this a great learning tool.
0: To wrap this up, I would like to give Mission U.S. a big shout out for creating such a useful tool. This game is a unique way to teach history i would like to thank kate for allowing me to speak on this topic and share some of my thoughts and opinions
1: in conclusion i would like to add that this game will never fail to amaze me between the artistry the storyline and just the overall concept i will always recommend this game to anyone wanting to learn about the civil rights movement i'm so glad we got to have tati join us in on our podcast today as our regular listeners know she always keeps everyone on their toes and we couldn't be more appreciative of her. As this podcast comes to an end, I hope all of our listeners now have a clear understanding of just how spectacular this game created by Mission U.S. really is. I hope all of you have an amazing day, and we hope you tune in for any of our future podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening. This
0: is Don't catch you slipping Don't catch you slipping what I'm whipping This is America. Don't catch you slipping though. Don't catch you slipping what I'm whipping up This is America Look at got you slipping up Look at how living up